right, welcome into the Joey Morales Show here for another fantastic episode to talk the show Love is Blind. Happy to bring in two people who are making their uh, debut on the show. Uh, first off, Mr. Blaine Henry, rocking his luscious beard. How's it going, man? It's going good. Yeah, this is what, day seven of the quarantine and shaved right before it. So this is a seven-day beard. I wish. Uh, no, yeah, how's it going? I'm excited to be here. First time. Uh, I am an astrophysicist. Uh, I also <laughs> am unemployed looking for work opportunities in the adult entertainment industry. So if anybody knows somebody, please send rec recommendations my way. I'm also the uh, dedicated NASCAR analyst for the Joey Morales show. Pleasure to be in, on. Quite the introduction there. Um, yeah, we're probably going to need some of those skills at some point. I won't specifically say which ones. Uh, also happy to bring on my girlfriend, Danny Amped, making her debut on the show. How's it going? Going good. Surviving. Trying to. I'm happy that it's my debut. And I'm happy that the Joy Morales show covers not sports so that I can be on the show. Yeah, when... I started seeing the show get so much popularity, I, I figured, eh, I'll let it cool off and see if it's actually any good. And then once the quarantine hit, I was like, all right, well, nothing else better to do. I might as well watch the show. Um, my initial thoughts was the structure of it's kind of weird. Like when you first watch the show, you have no idea. All you hear is we're going to be in little pods and they're not going to see each other and then they're going to propose. What you don't know is that it's – a proposal then they go on a vacation then they go you don't know a, anything you don't know um, any rules there's nothing explained they just start going yeah they don't and, introduce anybody they they are not like like they don't lay out the rules of the show so on by the time episode two starts you're like what actually is going on i have no idea I was personally very confused that people were getting married so early because I thought that was going to be the show that like, like they you go get through this process the and then people get married. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that actually would have been just better. Engaged. My thought, my thought is that maybe they, it's, it almost seemed like they kind of changed it on the fly because my thought is that there were so many people that they had in their initial shots. I think it was like 15 men and 15 women. And like, we only see like maybe six or seven or eight of each of them. So like, they must have like gone in thinking that it would be like an extended dating process and thinking that they'd have lots of footage to work with and gotten like nothing. I mean, there are some people that, you know, they throw in there for like 30 seconds and you don't ever see them again on the show. So my thought is maybe they kind of improvised once they realized they weren't going to have enough footage and kind of threw in this vacation and apartment and stuff but to be i mean i haven't done any research on that it just seems like that might have happened based off of the quality of uh those interactions at the very beginning um but yeah i i just thought a, a nice like like stairs would support this too is you know just someone uh, the two hosts right before it all starts like hey this is the format this is what's going to happen then they're going to live together then they're going to we're actually going to show the ceremonies Something like that to kind of give us an idea of what's supposed to happen because it just seemed like a, you know, free-for-all. Um, like, after the show was already edited and they knew that they had to cut a lot of stuff, then they could have brought in Nick Lachey and him, like, he stands, at, like, Chris Harrison's, like, what's up? Here's what's going on. 
if you get engaged and can see each other they didn't even explain that they're just were like okay now you're engaged uh now meet i did i did read that they'd initially planned on following you know up to five couples after getting engaged really thinking that it was going to be two three four or so uh it ended up being eight actually and they only followed six of them so there were a couple couples couple couples they got engaged who they did not follow afterwards. I don't know if any of y'all knew that. Yeah, just because I'm curious, do you know that the two couples were? I could be wrong, but I think one of them was the guy who was like the therapist basically for everybody. Well, oh, just, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was like, was he, was, yes. he was like just in every like episode or every other scene in the uh, first two episodes, just like, so what do you think? Like, where's your mind at? You know, like talking to everybody. And my first thought is I was waiting for his introduction too, and maybe they get it and I missed it, but I, I just thought he was going to be the slimy one in the background, just like playing everyone against each other when I first saw the show. Cause again, like no context. I thought that I thought the blind dating was going to happen over the seven episodes. But, Same. I was highly disappointed that it wasn't. Yeah. I, yeah I, and, I, and I think that's like the better concept because the rest of that is just like, I mean, what do you expect to happen? Like you get these people who never see each other and only talk and then throw them in like a marriage proposal and living in an apartment. Like, yeah, it's going to be good drama. And that's like, you know, funny to watch to an extent. But I mean, I, if the if the whatever purpose there was to like actually get people together is just it's absolutely not going to happen. I'm kind of happy that they ended up like shortening the pod stuff because it was less interesting to me. Like the real juicy drama happened when they were all like living together. I agree with that also, Danny. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you see someone get engaged after a week of marriage and then that's the end of the show, it's like. I'd rather or not rather but I would also like to see the people who like think their partner is ugly which a couple <laughs> of them um, and you know and I Kelly the Kelly and Kenny whatever Kelly was an uggo or so <laughs> did uh, you say so, an uggo so by the way I've also been is that the opposite like, of an ego no an uggo just ugly you know just nasty ass girl anyways I've been I've been thinking about uh, Blaine's astrophysicist porn name, like this entire time. So what I came up with was Richard in Uranus. I think that's about as good as it gets. If you could find a spin on Big Bang Theory, which I do have going on in the background, I think that that might be better. So if if you are picking up any comedy, let me know and I'll mute the TV. Um. No, no, there's, there's nothing funny coming from that microphone. Uh, just trying to think of the right words. Um, okay, so before we jump into the couples and more character-specific uh, discussion, what do you guys think should be better for I'm – I'm assuming there's going to be another a season of this. In my opinion, I just think, again, just lay out this – you know, take up two minutes, just lay out exactly what the season's going to look like for everybody so you kind of know. Um, and then I think, you know, a little bit more pod stuff. And, you know, again, it's all, I guess it's all just kind of based off content. Like if it, if there's good stuff to show, then show it. If, if not, um, you know, then move on to the next thing. But uh, otherwise I thought, I thought the, the 
if the idea is just to get drama and just to have people like freak out and like, you know, say no at the altar, then sure have the marriage at the end. In my opinion, I thought the proposal should have been at the end after all this, but uh, that's just me. I thought it was interesting. There were a lot of things that I didn't see that I really didn't know too much about until I read today, honestly. And there was structure to it that is totally unseen, but I think they were just kind of trying to keep up with things as, as they went. But one thing I read was basically they started with, I think it was like 15 potential suitors per person. And that slowly, they slowly kicked out like one or two people until it was only down to like two. So I think like even at the end when they, you had some people who were trying to decide like, oh, like Barnett, he had three people and he's like, I don't know, like I like all three girls or whatever. I'm assuming at some point they're like, well, you can only, you know, now consider two of them. So like he had to go through a decision there. Which like if it was an elimination style thing and we were actually watching that elimination happen, that would be so cool. Like you're saying, having that proposal a little bit later on in the show. But it was interesting that there was structure there that I had absolutely no idea was in place. I think at this point, I think I read today that they renewed for two more seasons. Uh, I think at this point, lean into the chaos. At a certain point, it's like the fact that I had no idea what was going on was like part of watching the show. It's just like trash. It's garbage. And that's why it's fantastic. Yeah, it's funny that you say that they already got renewed for two more seasons, which is not surprising considering we're here, like sitting down to actually talk to each other about it right now. Um, I had another comment, but I'll bring it back up later, primarily because I don't remember what I was going to say. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and go into the... You know, originally I wrote it down as a character by character, then a couple breakdown, but I think we can just kind of lump them in uh, together. Um, we'll start off with the first couple, uh, Diamond and Carlton, who really didn't make it very far, in my opinion, or Ooh. no one's opinion didn't make it any far. Um, my thought was, the, again, and this show is so, your opinions are very swayed by the editing because you see not even 1% of, uh, you know, of what that, you know, person's conversations are during the pods, during the vacation, during all of it, you see literally a fraction of a fraction of what uh, their conversations are and just kind of what a person there are. So I'll, I'm going to throw that caveat on everybody. Now for Carlton, the fraction that we did see was the guy fell asleep on Amber when she's like talking about how she wants to be her own self-reliant person, kind of fell asleep on her and walked out of the pod. Um, and then kind I of was like, that. yeah, I just want to move on. You know, I don't want to talk with her. And then goes and dates Diamond and proposes a Diamond and then brings up uh, this whole ordeal with him being bisexual. Um, it just seemed kind of two-faced to me because it's like, if you're not going to give Amber the time to kind of talk about something very personal and then you want to bring up something very personal that you never talked about with Diamond I thought that was uh, a little mm, just not right I think he should have probably told Diamond uh, while they're in the pod did, uh, he, did he say to Amber in the pods that he was bisexuals Bisexual? not that no, I, I don't think he talked I don't think he did either. and no. like Again, I, I haven't done like the background research of like what actually happened, but like, and like, yeah, again, I keep, I'll keep saying it. We only saw like a little bit of their interaction. So maybe she did, but, or maybe he did, but I don't think so. So 
My, I, that was my thought is that Carlton seems like a shitty character portrayed by the show because of that. Um, and um, I, no, he was weird during the reunion too. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, he's very dramatic. Absolutely, incredibly dramatic. I thought he was, was going like, to repropose Dramatic and awkward. Yeah, he pulls out a ring and then he's like, I'm not going to propose to you, don't worry. It's like, well, that's exactly what it looks like, sir. Then don't do the ring thing. It was weird. It was just really weird. So taking it back with those two, another thing about them, like being in the pods and how did that not come up? I was reading that a lot of them were only getting four hours of sleep a night, which I feel like is no surprise in terms of reality shows. Like they always sleep sleep deprive the people and get them drunk and everything. They had like no budget. So they slept on like military style cots. Yeah. Yeah. But but towards the end, they were spending upward, it was like 14 to 20 hours in a day in the pod with one person. So like, if he had made up his decision pretty early about her, they were together for a large part of the day and that still didn't come up, uh, which is, I don't know. That's a little crazy to me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, and I, that's like the reason why I, I didn't really care for Carlton that much. And the whole reason, in my opinion, they were in that reunion episode is just to try to stir some more shit up. But uh, I think Diamond was a, a pretty good person. Um, I did think she, <laughs> I mean, if someone told me their name was Diamond, I would have made a stripper joke too. Like, I don't care. Like if you're going to get offended, like that's just funny. It's not like, I don't think he meant like ill intent with that. Um, but I laughed. Certainly. She's, laughed. she's also just on the other side of the fence from being a stripper though, because she's like a professional basketball dancer. And like, we all, we all know those chicks do out there it's uh we do good clean family fun as uh pepper brooks would say she got her phd like between the show and the reunion i'm just saying i'm an astrophysicist you are yeah you are All right, so let's move on to the. Uh, whoa, 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 no, wait, whoa, I have whoa, something no, no, to say no, no. about Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go with the Blaine first. Jeez, I feel like I'm on. <laughs> so I feel like there's a chance we're gonna we were gonna mention the same thing. Uh, Carlton called her out on it, but her weave or wig was <laughs> awful. Me knowing absolutely nothing about fake hair, called it out from the moment I saw her. I said her something's wrong up there, and when they got in their big fight on their honeymoon, he called her out on it and I started dying laughing. That was so perfect. No, it wasn't that. I'm not gonna judge her because like, I can't imagine fucking with a wig, but her quoting Beyonce literally made me dry heave. It was so, like there's a lot of awkward moments in the show, but that one like stuck out. It was so bad. Don't, don't. Don't quote Beyonce in your breakup. What she Beyonce. said? She said, uh, "Watch my ass bounce to the next dick," and then she said, "You ain't married to no average bitch." And Beyonce said that because she's Beyonce. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're not I, Beyonce, you are an average bitch. I officially got to tag this show as uh, not suited for kids. So thanks for breaking that barrier, Danny. Sorry. Oh, yes. Felt very uh, appropriate before. Hey, we kept uh, the D word out, son. Uh, so let's go ahead and go on to the next couple. <laughs> Sorry, we only said Richard. 
we said Richard also <laughs> we talked about I don't know stairs was making an implication about dancers the implication oh it's just kind of ironic to me we can talk um, about it offline if you want <laughs> Let, let's go ahead and move on to the next couple which I think will be probably the hottest topic uh, I would say of, of the six couples that we'll talk about, and that is Jessica and Mark. Um, my first thoughts is again, like they just clearly identified them as the couple that they were just going to use for their drama magnet. I mean, it, it was, it's definitely one of those where this girl is 34 years old. She's clearly trying to find something uh, that based off her standards has basically hindered her from getting in the past and she's 34 years old. She doesn't have a lot of years left for her to have her own kids. Uh, so clearly she's like very desperate, but still wants to like hold on to her own rules and standards and stuff. And I, I feel bad because this poor guy, Mark, who seems like a very nice guy, kind of a little weird, but otherwise very nice, just basically received the worst end of all this, uh, in my opinion. Um, but I think, I think that they actually portrayed Jessica a little worse than what she probably is. And mostly because I just think that's editing. The, the few parts where they were hanging out, like horse riding and stuff like that, she actually seemed like a very generally, you know, nice person to hang out with. Do I think she's still pretty shitty? Yes, absolutely. But I think that it's a little exaggerated based off the editing. That's my hot take. Well, yeah, but also Mark gets like some of the blame. At a certain point, you're just taking a bunch of shit. Like, at what point is it on him to be like, all right, fuck this? Yeah, she caught a lot of heat, but he has like no self-respect if he just lets her do that. Yeah, did they pay these guys by the episode? Because that was like the only reason I like They didn't get paid. Just Instagram followers. They had no budget. Just getting clout. Because, like, while I was watching, I was like, that has to be the only reason why he's still with her, right? Like, because clearly she's over here, like, looking at the other guy, just, like, doesn't even care about Mark. Doesn't, like, you know, basically the whole time he's introducing him to his friends, to his parents. uh, Basically, at every single turn, she's just like, well, what if it doesn't work out for this or that? And you'll be 60 when I'm... 70 or you'll be 50 when I'm 60 and it's like I mean clearly she's the whole time just trying to find reasons to get out of this relationship and so that's what I'm saying so at a certain point it's on him to like I mean I agree but I I, I was like clearly he must just like need cash bad or something (laughs) he was drinking Bud Light aluminum cans with his two roommates Joey (laughs) he needed to hit up 877 cash now for sure (laughs) unsponsored um Stairs, you've been quiet over there, adjusting some blinds, fidgeting oh, around. I, I, uh, I did the whole thing, and I decided that I ended up exactly where I started. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, sunburnt in quarantine. I, <laughs> dude, I might have gotten sunburned today. It was hot. Anyways, um, I agree with mostly Danny on this. I, I think that uh, it, it's difficult to decipher what Mark's ulterior motives here were because obviously he was just getting eaten alive by this girl when any normal human would just have walked away from a relationship like that um so 
Uh, I don't really feel bad for him. And you guys are, you guys are making me feel bad about taking everybody at face value. You're like, oh, the editing. I'm just like, Jessica's a drunk bitch. Uh, oh, she is. I mean, that, that is <laughs> absolutely is. true. Uh, and so I thought she sucked. I thought she was shitty. Uh, no, we hate her. We hate her. I think, I, think strong Mark, agree. I think Mark should go out and do his thing and uh, bang some, some short women. And uh, <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's good looking. He's in shape. So I think that he's got his best years in front of him and he'll, he'll find someone that he likes. But he was kind of a bitch on this show. I want to one more thing on Jessica's immaturity. So whenever they were in the pods, right, she asked Barnett if yes, he still yes. wanted to marry her playing truth or dare. <laughs> I'm glad someone brought this up. What kind of middle actually, school stuff is that? I actually had this written down. Let's play 20 like, questions. I mean, the fact that she was like, hey, let's play truth or dare. Do you still feel the same way about me? He's like, um, about that. And then – the day before she literally told mark like it's over and then just runs back to him the second mark is like nope i thought that was like the biggest like bop to the face uh stairs would definitely classify that as either a bop or a bodied that's more of a bodied so i don't i don't know about you guys um whenever whenever jessica came back into the pod after she got dumped by barnett and she told Mark that she wanted to be with him, I thought Mark was going to tell her ass off. There was like a moment where he started this like triumphant speech about how he's a strong man and then basically turned wanting to be with her into like this great feat. It was really disappointing, I thought. I thought Jess was about to get majorly bodied right there. I did the one other thing about Jessica is at one point she said it was right before they were about to see each other after the proposal and she specifically said in the show that she didn't care what the other person looked like. She said they could look like I think it was Shrek and not care. Lie. That's a lie. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. So again, she I think she's just full of shit and just will always she gave be- her dog wine. She's and she those... paid extra to have her wedding at a different place than everybody else. Yeah. And her crazy. family didn't show up. Her family was not at the wedding, which I, like, they the moment that anything. happened. Yeah, because yeah, the, they, the... they knew, they knew better. They knew she wasn't going to actually She paid extra that. money to walk down the aisle without a bouquet. Then it was like, I'm just going to say no, so it doesn't matter. Mark just really wanted that Italian, was Italian beef sandwich. <laughs> yeah. He never got it. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. The last episode where everyone was doing their weddings, did it almost make it seem like the entire engagement process was kind of a formality and they knew that everybody was going to make their final decisions at the altar because it seemed like they didn't really take the term engagement and that whole process as like, a 99.9% success rate. Um, You know what I mean? Like in in the real world. And so they were just like, okay, I'm going to make my decision at the altar. Did did y'all feel like that was going to happen all along? I I felt like if they got to the altar, they were going to get married. Well, see, me and and Danny were watching um, the, the episode where they all are at the altar. And the two that I had pegged to say no were Jessica, 
Um, and I thought, what was the other one, Danny? Help me out. Because um, I thought Lauren, I thought Lauren and Cameron were for sure. No, thought, who was the first people? The first people. I thought Gianina. Yeah, Gianina, and I thought yeah. I, I thought they were going to be okay, but um, oh, I, oh, Kenny and Kelly. I thought those were the only other two that were going to say no. So to your point, stairs. I thought, and this is why I'd go back to the structure of the show. I think it'd be better for them. Is just they just okay. Um, you're the person I want to vacation with, you know, whatever it is, just, okay, this is the one I'm going to proceed to the next level with. And then you still can do the vacation stuff and you can still do the living stuff and then let them just say, let them basically, basically set a rule where they have to propose within that timeline. And if they do, they do. And if they don't, they don't, they're dropped from the show. But I think it made sense like that the marriage was the actual end game instead of the engagement because of like people like Kenny and Kelly where she saw him and was like, ew, and they were already engaged. And then so she had to wait till they got to the altar to say no. Yeah. I actually, I thought she was I think we're segueing into Kenny and Kelly. Um, No, she didn't even want to bang him. She was like, "Mm, I'm just like not like physically attracted to him means she thought he was Uggs. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the first one to say it. Um, we'll go ahead and transition to Kelly and Kenny. Skip out of our order here. Um, so my thoughts is, are Kenny is pretty, honestly, probably the most normal guy of the whole show. Like, I even of, of like him and Cameron, I thought Cameron was kind of like fake smart, uh, trying to like classify him as a scientist. Like, get the fuck oh, all, like, get the fuck all the way on. out of here. Let's hold off on well, that. We can get into that. All right, fair, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> you got some words. Uh, all right, we'll hold off on that. But uh, as far as Kenny, I thought actually he was like the most normal, um, you know, pretty chill dude out of all the group that didn't really do anything bad. Uh, with Kelly, there was one scene where they were dating in uh, the they were in the apartment together, and they're about to go to sleep, and they're discussing like having sex for the first time, and. She was like, I don't want to do that. Regardless, I don't care about that. But when they're in the bed, you just notice this like teddy bear in the background. And I thought that was the weirdest fucking thing. I mean, the girl's like 34 years old. And to have a teddy bear at that age, like in a bed with someone you've barely known for, call it a month, that's kind of weird. Um, and then I, I secondly thought that this girl must have just had the greatest sex in her life with her first relationship. And that's why she just was constantly holding uh, everyone to this standard and like must have just basically, you know, fell on like some Disney fairy tale land uh, adventure with her first relationship. And that's why everyone was held to that standard. No one else ever made it. No one else had even come close. And that's why she's 34 and single, unfortunately. Like every single one of these people, except for Lauren and Cameron, need to go to a therapist. 